Get ready. It's time for Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On KMOX. Hey now. How are you, John Hancock? Matt Pajeski's back with us tonight, PJ, which is, uh, which is great. How's that? Uh, how's that chicken salad over there, big boy? It's unbelievable. Uh huh. So, there? so Hancock brought food tonight. That's something you don't. We, see we've had day. pizza two night, two weeks in a row we when have. you have been here, Matt. And so tonight, Hancock said, "No, no, no, we're eating some good food." He went to Straub's and got the chicken salad. Now, for those of you who are listening to us from around the country, Straub's is a a local. Now, who in the heck is listening to us from around the country? Well, Nobody's listening to us <clears> from around the country. I guarantee you there are. It's Camel X, John. Four three six goes- seven nine. That's three one four. If you're living around the country somewhere, three one four four three six seven nine hundred. If you're from, if you're from outside Missouri and Illinois, we'd love to hear from you. Really? But I woke. Uh, I grew up listening to Camel X and listening to Jim White at nighttime. He get calls from all over the country. Well, that was, you know. 40 years ago. So, what's changed? The signal's no different, John. Well, but look at all the stuff there is to do now. Uh, you know what? Clip this and send this to our boss. <laughs> I, I bet that they would like us to know that people around the country listen. Well, anyway, let me finish my thought. Right, For those of you ahead. from around the country, Schnucks is a little small. Or, I mean, Strauss. Straub's is a small, like, delicatessen. Boutique. It's a boutique yeah, grocery, grocery store. store. And they have... Um, this chicken salad, it's called Straub's Famous Chicken Salad. Yeah, and it is. And I tell you what, it's got crack in it. It's good. It has something in it. It is so good. It's so good. And, and it's, it's got celery. I don't even like celery. Well, celery but, gives this, it that crunch. Yes, and in yeah. this chicken salad, that celery is uh, is quite something. So, yeah, yeah, it's the celery gives it that crunch. I'm sure there's lots of eggs and mayonnaise and... Other great stuff yeah, in there, all kinds but of stuff in there. But I, I had to. Uh, I, I live not far from a Schnucks. Strops. I mean, Straubs, <laughs> and uh, I had to give it up. I had to quit going because so it can't pitching Straubs on advertising. Well, because it, listen to you, you're telling people don't listen to us from around the country. Well, what do you know? Somebody just called. Of course, people are calling. Huh. But anyway, I I had to quit going to Straubs because it it it's just you know it's great food, but it's it's too it's too heavy. It's got too much fat in it. It does. Of course it does. That mayonnaise and oh. eggs and all that chicken stuff. Chicken salad. Chicken's healthy. Salad's healthy. Right. It's the mayonnaise, John. Well, but it's Did you ever salad. see, like, if you go to... Um, they say if you eat enough chicken and enough salad, you're going to lose a lot of weight. Have you ever gone to, like, uh, um, Subway's yeah. and, and got the sandwiches? And yeah. they show you that a little turkey sandwich would be this much, but if you get it with mayonnaise, you know, it, it goes from 300 calories to 700 calories. The mayonnaise? Lots of mayonnaise, yeah. Is that right? The we, mayonnaise, did it, what did the caller have to oh, say? We had a caller. I believe her name was Lisa. Uh, yeah. She says she's from Illinois, has never walked into a Straub's before, but you guys have convinced her to, to try the crack, the crack chicken salad. There you well, go. I don't know that it has crack in it. I'm just he, suggesting I'm, to you I'm it quite, has something in it. I'm certain it doesn't have crack in it. Well, I'm pretty sure it doesn't have. But you get my point. It's addictive. Uh, it's very good. You're awfully surly tonight. It was, nobody's listening to us from around. It doesn't have crack in it, Kelly. <laughs> It, have we gotten a call from somebody that's not living in the area? No, no, the because answer, we don't no. usually take calls at nighttime. People weren't expecting me to over, throw open the phone lines. Oh, I just said three one four four three six seven nine hundred. Do we? We don't still have that silly eight hundred number. Yeah, sure we do. One eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty. That's it. 
Why do I, we have an 800 number? I don't know that. Well, I mean, anymore. Does who anybody knows? use an 800? It's toll free. I mean, it's always toll, you know. is um, Those numbers are burnt into my head before I ever started working here. Oh, yeah. Like, you oh, know, yeah. growing up and listening to Sports Open Line and late nights. I and... remember the first time I called in to a Sports Open Line. Uh huh. I was so. You tell me your real name? Yeah, John. John from Pattonville? Uh, yeah, and I was so nervous to be on the air. I couldn't uh-huh. hardly talk. What were you talking about? And uh, it was baseball, you know, and it was, uh, I think it was Mr. Buck hosting uh, Sports Open. Hello Live. there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Tell us something good. Yeah, and and so. Uh, were you arguing my... a point with him? or were you I was making... making a point. I can't remember what it yeah. was, but I'm sure it was quite uh, <clears throat> prescient. How often do you think you would call into a sports open line wing back in the day? I, only a couple times. I was so nervous the first time I called in. Um, you know, I didn't. I wasn't a good caller. When you went to a ball game with your dad or your family, I, I remember going to the ball game with my dad, and the first thing we do after we get in the car, yeah, is throw in KMOX. Oh, of course, because yeah. you got to listen to that. We lived in St. Charles, so it was a good forty-five yeah. minute drive. Yeah, and you got to listen to the wrap up. But more importantly, it was everybody calling in saying. Why do you should have blah 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 and yeah, done this yeah, and yeah, we should have yeah. done that and it was always fun. It's one of those memories I have with my pop. So the dugout show was uh, what Jack Buck would end the broadcast of the game after they'd have right. the star of the game and then the dugout show. And the dugout show they'd give all the scores from everywhere, and uh, and he would always close the broadcast with so a long, phrase: huh? "So long nope. from now till this time, next thanks, time." Thanks for your time this time till next time. So long. Yeah. That's how he went into it. We have a caller. Hello. And it's Dave. Dave, welcome to KMOX. Where are you from? I now live in South Carolina for 30 years, but I uh, grew up in western Kentucky, so grew up listening to KMOX, doing the Cardinal games every night. Um, and still, now I can only get you guys if I'm out in my vehicle yeah. at night. Yeah. Um, can't get it in the house, but I do. I travel a fair amount, so when I'm on the road at night, I tune in to Camo. Dave is out there driving around in the Carolinas, listening to the Take voice me of St. Home Louis. Country Roads. That's a, no, no, that's, that's a West song. Virginia, buddy. Oh, it's, yeah, sorry, uh, Dave is in South Carolina. God's hey, do you country. listen to us on the computer now, or just us only in the car? Nah, just usually only in the car or. For the cards games, if I'm at home, I'll, I'll tune in and watch it on. Uh, well, we are watching. delighted to hear from you, Dave, and uh, have a great evening out there. I guess it's uh, it's nine nine fifteen nine twelve out there in South Carolina right now. Uh, it sure is. All right, all right. Thanks, Dave. Well, have a good evening, and uh, we turn our attention now to uh, who? Peter. Peter, welcome to KMOX. Where are you uh, joining us from? Uh, how are you doing? I'm from Fairfield, Iowa, but I lived in St. Louis for 60 years and moved up here 15 years ago. Oh. So I still follow the Cardinals and the Blues and the Missouri Tigers and listen to KM Webs whenever I can. How do you listen to us, on the computer or on the, no, the radio? No, just, just, a, just a regular radio. I don't even have a computer. Just really? And the radio. signal comes wow. in strong every night there? Um, it comes. It, it's good some nights. Sometimes it kind of fades in and out, so it depends. Well, we'll speak, tonight, we'll speak really, it's really loudly. Good. It's really good right now. I'm oh. listening to you guys right now. How um how long you been a Cardinal fan? Well, I was I grew up in St. Louis, so in the 1950s I was following Stan Musial and Ken Boyer and Enos Slaughter and and Whitey, Whitey Kurowski. Whitey, Whitey uh, Kurowski. Oh, oh, well, Whitey Kurowski was he a Cardinal? Yeah, he was a Cardinal. <laughs> uh, okay, he was well, in I, the 40s. Though. I remember I remember Joe Cunningham. Yeah, Joe Cunningham. <laughs> 
and uh, Kurt Flood, and I was all upset when they traded Steve Carlson. <laughs> oh, well, that was that may be the worst trade of all time. And it was Ray over, Carlos ever made. It was yeah, over for sure. Five thousand dollars. He wanted five thousand oh, dollars. Well, what he did, he won twenty one year. Next year, lost twenty, and yep. they tried to chew him and just give him my money. <laughs> Well, the other bad deal was letting Yogi Berry get away. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, Peter, him for... <laughs> Peter, thank you for the call from Iowa up there. Uh, keep warm up there and uh, go Cardinals. All right. That was, yeah, that was that was good. Good. isn't this fun? Uh, now let's go to let's go to Kevin, shall we? Kevin, you're on KMOX. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. I really, really am appreciating this uh, this segment because. Uh, I've been listening to Sports Open Line, you know, earlier in the evening, and right. I got to I got to say, I don't think it's Sports Open Line anymore. It's just a, a matter of uh, discussion and and recorded interviews, and, and not a, a lot of invitation for people to call in. So I've got a comment that I'd love to make. You go right Let's ahead. Let's go. We'll, Let's hear uh, it. As long as it's uh, printable, we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, where so, are you calling from? Uh, I'm I'm here in St. Louis. I'm okay. in Kirkwood. All right, Kirkwood. All right? All right, so uh, so anyway, I got the uh, the opportunity to meet Mr. Red Chaining, so you know, yeah. prior, prior to his passing, and he told me a story about Albert Pujols that reminds me of what we're seeing with Jordan Walker right now. And what was that? And 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 that is, uh, he and Tony Larusa were having a debate about whether they should bring Pujols up with the major league team or not, and uh, Red wanted him to come, and Tony was pushing back, and. And Tony kept pushing back to Red and saying, well, Red, where, where are you going to play him? And Red's uh, comment was, I don't care, but he's batting third. <laughs> and, and because he was so good, and, of course, you know, he never looked back and he became Albert Pujols, I kind of feel like we're there with Jordan Walker right now. I, I, I feel I the same it. way. Do you, re- do you recall the, uh, the position Albert played his first year? Well, uh, he was um, – I know he he played third base right. and he played left he that, played left field exactly. too. Yeah, yeah, but uh, he was yeah. the opening day third baseman in two thousand one uh, because Bobby Bonilla went down with an injury during spring training. Yeah, well, thank God for that. And the Mets paid for Bobby Bonilla for a long time. So. <laughs> they're still paying. I think they're still paying Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate the ability to call in. I kind of think we've lost that a little bit in the previous uh, hours. So thank you so much. You bet, Kevin. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, well, we need to step aside, Michael, because it's time for our weekly visit with our sports insider. That would be Chicago's very own John Hancock. That's coming up next on KMOX. I have been thinking all evening about how to best say this. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. The National Football League. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> no longer are going to have Aaron Rodgers, it looks like. Joining us now on, the, uh, on our special guest line is our sports and football insider, none other than Chicago's own John Hancock. John, uh, I know we want to talk about March Madness, but I wanted to ask you about Aaron Rodgers. I saw reported the other day that Joe Namath is willing to let Aaron Rodgers wear his retired number 12 jersey for the New York Jets. Is this going to happen? I think it is. Uh, and how's it going tonight, gentlemen? Just want to let you know I'm coming off a bachelor party in Austin, Texas, uh, still recovering a bit. Voice isn't 100%, but as the sports insider, it's no days off. No excuses. Pick up your lunch pail, head to work. So here I am. <laughs> well, so you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a J E T S? 
Yes, I think he's going to be with the Jets. Uh, he's, I think they're going to find a way to make the trade. That is his preference uh, where he wants to be. Um, I think we're going to see number 12 with Namus Blessing, as mentioned, in New York. And I think they're uh, going to give the Bills. They're going to be a tough challenge for the Bills in that division. I, I'll, I'll be rooting for the Bills. I cannot stand Aaron Rodgers. And let me tell you why. I don't really know much about the guy. I watch the games. Yeah. But every off season it's we have to talk about Aaron Rodgers the whole off season i'm so sick of this guy i just want him to go away all right then well, <laughs> yeah, well it tells how you really feel well i'm just telling you how i really feel i think he's kind of a you know a tool all right enough of Aaron all Rodgers. right so march madness is upon us which you know what that means uh, the masters is right around the corner that's what i care about but uh wow what a tournament we've had to this point uh, no real dominating team, and those who are number one seeds don't seem to be faring well, do they, Junior? Yeah, no, Purdue, uh, the uh, second number one seed to go down to a 16, uh, getting knocked off by Farley Dickinson. You know, that was a, certainly a shocking game there. Uh, and then Kansas going down to Arkansas, so we're left with Alabama, who was the favorite heading into this tournament. Uh, and Houston is the other one seed. And based on how the bracket has shaped out, you know, I think Alabama – has to be the a favorite to get to the final four. And once they're there, I think they remain the heavy favorite to cut down the nets. What about Gonzaga? I, I got a little, little rooting interest in Gonzaga. They, they've sniffed it before, and I think they've got a shot. They have, yeah. Gonzaga, they have uh, a fairly favorable route. You know, we mentioned Kansas uh, went down. That's in their region. So if they could beat UCLA – this week, I think they're in a good spot to reach the final four, maybe finally get it done. They had all those years. They were a one seed and fell short coming in as a three seed. Now, a lot of the pressure's off. Maybe they're able to, maybe they're able to put it all together. Were you able to catch the uh, Princeton Mizzou game at all? I, I did. And that, what a disappointment that was. Mizzou, I uh, just can't seem to get it done against 15 seeds. And it's not like it was against Norfolk state 10 years back when we lost in the first round where they were just on fire from three. Princeton looked like the better team. They, they, they ran did. Mizzou. They, they ran us off the court, out-rebounded us. Uh, you wouldn't have thought they were the Ivy League team based on that performance. That was a you know, disappointing game for Mizzou. I mean, heading into the season, we would have been thrilled just to win a game. Uh, the big dance haven't done it in quite some time. But it leaves a bit of a sour taste in your mouth losing to Princeton in what should have been a very, very winnable game. Yeah, you hate to see it, but uh, good job by Dennis Gates, first-year coach. It yeah, really yeah. turned the it program It was a great around. year. You know, the ending is going to sour it for a lot of people, but you know, the big picture, it was a great year, and the future is bright for Mizzou Hoops. Well, it was almost a terrible Saturday. You got the Mizzou Tigers losing in the afternoon. Six o'clock, the St. Louis Battlehawks, second home game, playing those dreaded D.C. defenders. Uh, what you, would you make of the Battlehawks? I mean, those defenders, they're, they're awful tough, I'll say. Uh, they're, I think, clearly the team to beat in the XFL. Uh, Battlehawks were able to keep it close, had a chance, uh, you know, had the ball with the chance to score late in the game, weren't able to put it together. Turnovers. Um, but, Turnovers. You know, another massive crowd. Yeah, another massive crowd, and you, we were 0 for 2, and I ex- expected us to be 0 for 3 because right after that, the St. Louis City SC had a contest, and no, they weren't going to win four in a row, were they? No other expansion team in the history of the MLS has done that, but they did it with a 3 to nothing victory. This soccer team is something else. Yeah, it certainly is, and it's great seeing the city rally around uh, St. Louis FC. And you know the MLS, it's uh, it could be a growing, growing league. I know there's a lot of complaints that you have to have Apple TV to watch it, but you know it's an exciting, uh, exciting team, and hopefully they can keep things going. 
I kind of like the Apple TV. I, it's 79 bucks, and I can see every game. They've got their own version of the Red Zone. Uh, I, I've, I've kind of taken to it. And let me tell you, uh, John Jr., I was at the game on Saturday. And the energy of the people in that stadium, uh, I think you guys are really going to like this experience. I mean, it's it's like a, a playoff uh, Cardinal game for for the st- straight 90 minutes. Do you have to wear one of those uh, silly scarves? If you want. Huh. I was. I had so many. I would have had your scarf on and eighteen other scarves. It was so cold on Saturday. Night. Well, it was cold, and so that was uh, Saturday. Ended up very nicely that way. Um, the USA is going to the finals of the World Baseball Classic. Do you do you think? Uh, well, it's either going to be Mexico or Japan. Mexico's up three to nothing right now in the seventh inning over Japan. But these Cardinal players have really d- distinguished themselves. Have you caught many of the Cardinals in the WBC? I have, and uh, let me tell you, the World Baseball Classic has blown me away this year. The players are all, you know, very much into it, representing for their countries. It's a great event. I've never really given it the time of day uh, prior to this year, but I think going forward, they're really building a strong event that can, you know, does serve as the World Cup of baseball. And it's great seeing the Cardinals. How about Wayne Wright and Michaelis going eight innings, two earned runs between them? Uh, yesterday we had Goldschmidt hit a home run and him and Arenado have been tearing it up and Arenado's x-ray came back negative. So, you know, we're all good there. Yeah. And, you know, Tyler O'Neill got on base 13 out of 18 plate appearances for Canada. That was remarkable. Uh, yeah. Lars Newtbar has been having a very good uh, series. Yeah, he, he's becoming a bit of a cult uh, icon over there in Japan. Yeah. It's well, different. he is here in town, too. Everybody loves him. They do love him. He's got them doing the pepper grinder, whatever that thing is, and uh, and they all they all love him out there. This team, this Cardinal team, uh, I guess we're, what, 10 or so days away from uh, opening day, and uh, they, I've been very pleased. This team might really have something here, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I think we do. Yeah, I obviously felt good about winning the Central heading into the before spring training, but you know, after seeing what some of the guys are doing, and I heard the caller on the last segment talking about Jordan Walker, I have that same feeling that uh, he really can be the next big thing, the real anchor uh, This that can flourish into, you know, not pool holes because that's a once-in-a-lifetime great, but it's certainly a legendary hero to go into the annals of Cardinals history. Well, and you put a guy like that in a lineup that's already got Arenado and Goldschmidt. Uh, yep. you know, it's, it's, that's going to be deep. You're going to have your sixth or seventh place hitter is going to be a very good hitter on this team. And anytime you have that and you go that deep into a lineup, uh, you know, look out and it it's all comes down to the starting pitching, I guess. And uh, I've been pleased with the pitching so far. Yep. Yeah. It's optimistic here, here in St. Louis. Uh, and, you know, I think we'll be seeing these Cardinals play into October once again. Hey, before we let you go, tell me about Austin, Texas. How was it? It was a blast, you know, down on Rainy Street and 6th Street. Uh, it was a fun weekend. Played some golf. Uh, didn't return with all of my clubs. We had a casualty uh, on the course. Ah, yeah, that that uh, <laughs> lots of live music would, down there and good you, food. Would you heave the golf club at somebody? Well, you yeah, know, as Michael said, lots of live music. And uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a great city. Keep Austin weird. Which, Definitely picked up on those which, which club? Which club was it? That was a club that uh, hasn't gotten much use since 2013. Uh, yeah, is it in a lake? Uh, it's not in the lake. It's uh, it's been accounted for. It's it's not not missing. But you know, it, it, it took some damage. It took some damage. It may not happens. be serviceable. It happens, brother. It happens. Hey, I almost gonna... did that to my snooker cue tonight playing with your father. <laughs> who's gonna win that mayoral race up there in Chicago? What's your what's your best guess? 
Yeah, so Paul Vallis has the slight lead in the polls. It's uh, I think gonna it's gonna be close when all when all is said and done. But you know, we'll see what happens. It's uh, I don't know. You know, Lori Lightfoot's gone, and it's anyone's race. Brandon Johnson and uh, Paul Vallis. That's our sports insider talking a little Chicago politics. Nothing quite like that. You don't get that on all those other radio stations. I guarantee you. John Hancock, thanks for joining us. When we come back, Michael. Making money out there. We're going to talk about it next on KMOX. Use both your KMOX presets when you're in the car. 98.7 FM near the city and 1120 AM further out. Two buttons for KMOX, the voice of St. Louis. And welcome back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. Wanting to continue to show my good friend John Hancock the magic of KMOX. If you're outside of Illinois or Missouri and you're listening to us, Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you around the country. Four three six seven nine hundred. Yeah, and if if you're too busy, don't worry. about Yeah, it. but if you're in Kirkwood, we 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 know where you're at. I just want to prove to my I guy like here Kirkwood. that everybody in the world. What's wrong with Kirkwood? Was, you got a problem with Kirkwood? People all across the country are listening to KMOX. Nice guy. Of course, but people. Uh, what's surprising about people calling in from Kirkwood? Well, you, my friend, said nobody from outside of St. Louis and Missouri and Illinois is listening to I, us. I was wrong twice. Twice there were two so far. From so outside. we'd love to hear from you. 314-436-7900-1800-925. Now, what's this money thing? You 1120. Talk, so listen about. to this. So I, I uh, had to do jury service the other day. Never done it. You've never had jury service? I've never been called. You live in St. Louis County. I do. There's a million people. There are. So with a million people, you're rarely going to get called into yeah. the jury pool. And you live in the city. Yeah. And not about every two years, I get to go down and do my uh, jury service. This is my, I've been living in the city 20 plus, 27 years, 25 years. Yeah. And I've probably done jury service six times. Mm. Six times most recently uh, last month. So this morning I get to the office and I'm opening up my end mail there yeah, and yeah. sure enough there's a an envelope from the the head juror oh. uh, the jury server the, yeah you know, whoever it was right right Mr the head yeah. of the jury so I opened it up and yeah. it was a check for my Ooh, service nice one day service yeah twelve bucks twelve dollars so. It, it, it occurred to me because I don't know. Do you, are you getting these kind of send? They send you a twelve dollar check. Yeah, well, they free parking and all that other stuff. Oh wow! And yeah, it's it's quite a quite a treat, brother. Um, but anyway, uh, I um, do you ever get these refund checks from like your health insurance company that says, "Hey, you know, in our continuing blah blah blah, we're sending you back thirty eight bucks you didn't use of your health care." I usually get like 190 bucks. Really? Because, yeah. <clears throat> you know, my healthy lifestyle. Well, clearly. So, um, and sometimes I get a rebate back. And so I am one of these people. And then I also have a jar. Like I take all my coins at the end of the yeah, night and throw right, them into yeah, a jar. Yeah. And, and every so often I'll go empty that. But I have a personal thing about I don't want to just put that money in my account. $12. Really? I want to spend it on something. For myself, yeah. that I would not normally spend twelve dollars on. Okay. So, um, for instance, so I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I don't know what I'm going to do. I was going to ask you for twelve. If bucks? you do that, well, twelve dollars. I've got like I told you, I got that thirty-eight dollar check. Plus, yeah, I have my my coin 12, jar. 12, 12, 12, 12. So I take that in. I maybe I got a hundred bucks in there. I may have hundred and fifty bucks. Wow. Okay. That I can now spend on something to spoil myself. Mm. Mm. Hundred fifty bucks, huh? Yeah. Uh, you might uh, just go down to the casino and put it on the the green zero. Really? Yeah. 
31's my favorite number. No, well, then put it on 31. Now, I think if you do that, it, it pays like, you know, 40, what I'm to, 40 to 1. Yeah, I mean, but be... Otherwise, it's $150 that goes away in a minute. Well, uh, that's true. Or in a second. But if you buy something. You know, yeah, like... but I'm not. Are you like, you like wine? Yeah, I'm yeah, not a wine but snob. I'm not a yeah. I'm not a wine snob, right, right, so right. I'm not the guy who's going to go out and get a forty or fifty dollar bottle right, of wine. Right, right, right. I could have, I could have, you know, I guess I've had forty or fifty dollar bottles of wine before. It I'll tastes the same have. as it coming out of a box. To me, it does. You're not, yeah. a, you're not, well, you're not what they call a sommelier. Yeah, the sommelier. I'll tell you what. Where's that in Africa? Right? Uh, no, it's, sommelier no, the sommelier. That's the guy that tells you about the you know the bubbles and the colors and the tones and the you know stuff in the wine. Uh huh. Do you ever? Can you ever tell the bubbles and the I, colors and I, the taste? Well, and, we had oh, it's got a hint of tobacco with blah 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 and peach. I, we went to a dinner party. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know, four or five, six months ago, and they had one of the world's best, most notable uh, sommeliers there. What? What, what was not so notable and great well, about him? He's got the highest degree of whatever you know. They Smell rate and those taste. Guys. Yeah, I mean the guy's incredible. What's that get you at the end uh, of the day? Well, do you I, like tip your sommelier? If you're rich and you're buying fancy wines, do you? I, I, I sense that this guy is doing doing all right. Really? Himself, yeah. And uh, what he, a gig he's that pouring is! Pouring the wine and telling us all about the, you know, the. Pepto Bismol. Do don't you think he makes it up? Uh, no, he doesn't make it up. I, oh, put that in your nose. Can you smell the bouquet? Leave your mouth open while you inhale. No, oh, can't you feel the bouquet of tobacco and peach with a little sweetness of black cherry? Oh, the black cherry you can taste. And uh, I didn't know that about keeping your mouth open, but it makes sense. It's kind of like the CPAP. If you, uh, you you're shooting that air up your nose, yeah. if you open your mouth, it comes right out your mouth. Which yeah, well, you need it to get down into it, the lungs. So you keep your mouth closed. So when you when you have the CPAP in your mouth, in your mouth opens, or does your wife tell you close your mouth because it probably sounds like the ocean? Well, apparently last night. Yeah. Oh, <clears> this ought to be good. Um, in my sleep, I must have taken the CPAP off. Uh, I don't know. Three or four or five times, and uh, and what it does is you take it off and the air's still going through and it's just no, it's not. It's uh-huh. it's uh-huh. loud, and uh, so my dear wife, uh, I don't think slept very well. Last she night. give you the jab? Um, well, she probably did, and uh, I don't think. And I does ever... she say to you, John, put it back on, and then your sleep, you you put it back on? I guess I did because I. You know, it was on when I woke up. What'd you get? Because everybody here who knows about your CPAP, you get a you get a, a smiley face. I did not get a smiley face. No, you uh, didn't because morning. you had it off so much. Yeah, it was uh, apparently it was not a good night. But but so I got to figure out something to do with this money, and it's my favorite thing to do. And I just it's my own little thing. I know it sounds crazy, but whenever I get found money, twelve dollars, thirty eight bucks, I, I go do something special it. for myself. What would it be? You go buy the. Best pair of socks you can imagine. Really? Yes. Why? Well, because you've never done that before. And, uh, uh, okay. And and these they say they say if you get really good socks, it's like incredible. Well, Amy uh, Mark scores. She's talking about. Socks. She is advertising a sock that that like not only is a buffer between your shoe and your foot. It keeps your ankle from spraining. It keeps your ankle from spraining. Is that amazing? How you put? A how sock can a on? sock do that? You put a sock on. Do you, you think don't it's get a sprained a, ankle? Do you think it's like an it's, iron sock? It's got to be something. I like mean, you can't even bend your foot with it in. It's probably one of those new materials that you've never heard of. That's on the periodic table. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, like xenon and all those, and that's a gas. Uh, but, you know, on the periodic table. You know about the periodic table. I do, yeah. From chemistry class. You, you know, know how many uh, elements are on the periodic table, Michael? 
Uh, no, I have no I idea. I want to say, uh, I'm going to say 133. What's your guess? Uh, 129. All right. 118. Hey, well, now. Well, well, neither of us were right. Well, but they're adding stuff all the time. That's probably an old list you got there at PGA. I know what I'm going to get. What? I, uh, I don't have a football. You know, something I can go in the backyard and throw around. Yeah. Now, that's a silly thing to go out and Are purchase. you going to get a, a... I'll probably use it five times a real football life. or like a Nerf football? I don't know. Just something that, that, you know, when you and I are in the park together, we can toss it around. Wouldn't that be nice? I'd love to see you go out for a route. Oh. I could. I, I would get to take a little nap, wait for you to get about 10 steps out there. I used and... to, you know, I don't like to talk, <laughs> Michael, but I used to uh, be quite the QB. Oh, you're a thrower. In huh? the flag football era. Yeah. Uh, there I was out mm-hmm. there on the field. They put the cones up along, you know, this yeah. was in high school. You wait, flag football? Yeah. In, in, in high school? In, well, in, in your physical education. Class. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and so there I was. Uh-huh. I got my little flags there. And you got to wait to, you can't rush the quarterback for like, I don't think it's five, five Mississippi. Seconds. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> One Mississippi, yeah. two Mississippi. So, you know, you guys, I'd call the routes. I'd get the guys going out there. You got to read the defense, you know, uh-huh. and whoosh, man, you whip that ball in there. And <clears throat> we did pretty well. Really? Yep. How about a frisbee? Are you gonna go with a frisbee? Not so good. Really? No. Why you can't make it? You can't make it just like stay on plane. How, how people make them go flat like that is amazing to me. Yeah. Mine always kind of looks like a I don't know a wobbler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. Well, I, you, they say that if you're a good football thrower, you'll be a good frisbee thrower. Really? No, they don't say that. I just was trying yeah, to point out. Yeah, because it's a totally that, different motion. Yeah. Have you ever seen this ultimate frisbee game that the kids play in college? Uh, where it's like golf. No, no, but the golf golf frisbee's fun too. Yeah, you can do that out at uh, Creve Creve-Core Park. Yeah, they've got mm-hmm. uh, golf stuff. So, what's the ultimate frisbee thing? Well, ultimate frisbee's like Matt. Have you played it? Yeah, in gym class, it's like football, right? You're... Yeah, it's like football. So you throw it, and then once you catch it, you can't move. Oh. Okay, so then you're looking for somebody else on your team who's running around to throw it to. Oh, so it's not a new play every time. No, but you stop, and then somebody can play defense and try to keep you from throwing it. Um, but can they tackle you, you? No, no, no. Oh. They can, you know, oh. knock it. You, oh, you know, yeah. hold their hands yeah, up in okay. front of you and stuff. It's a. You wouldn't like it. It's a lot of running. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Yeah, hence the reason you're a quarterback. That's right. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not a running quarterback either. Oh, you're I'm, not. I'm huh? a, I'm a, yeah, you're not one of those mobile no, guys. No, no. Yeah. Man, if I if I did that, I couldn't do that without a defibrillator on the site. Do, do you have that? Do, what do, uh, What do you do when you get random small little check like that for a rebate? What do you do with your money? Do you really see? I just have a hard problem tossing it in to my bank because well, then I'm paying bills with it. It's like a it's like a pee. A little, oh, a whatever. Little no, a, but it's a, like you, a, then I'm a, paying bills with this twelve dollars I went and spent my whole day in jury service. I'd rather buy myself a socks. Yeah, okay. Those special socks that Amy's yeah, selling yeah. or something I would never normally never buy. Never get a sprained ankle. Yeah. That would be that would be something. Yeah. That would be something. Uh you you were looking for me to give you some advice on on something. One of the things that I'm expert in. What what's that? Well, it's our next segment, Michael. Oh. Yeah, I don't know that I have advice. I just you have need some advice. Oh, you I have, have you uh, have thoughts. I have thoughts. All right. And everybody out there uh, if you live in your own home, You've had to plant bushes yes. and flowers, yes. and it's that time of year Landscape and landscaping. Time. Yes, landscaping. So we're going to get to hear from Mr. Green Thumb himself <clears throat> after right. this on Mighty Mighty Mox. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. Stick around. Working on a nightmare. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On King of OX.
Hey, buddy. Are we back? We're on the air. What are you doing over there? Under the sea. And an octopus's garden. Oh, that's uh, Ringo Starr. They they had to let him sing a song occasionally. The Beatles did, right? You know they were on drugs when they were like, all right, Ringo, you can sing one. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe they put it on the album. Ugh. Got a note from my uh, what do they call that? Your 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 off uh, your building, the the people around the building, the, the manager, people who are, the yeah management. right building uh, management, the condo association, the condo association. So the budget comes out the other day. The budget and in the budget there's thirty eight thousand dollars for landscaping. Whoa, well it's a big building, lots of stuff around it, etc. Huh. And so grand. well you know that gets distributed across to all of us, and we all pay into this thing. And I'm in the wrong business. Well, that is my point, because the landscaping, they go and they spend this money every year, and they put these plants in there. Yeah. The plants never make it through the summer. Well, they're not designed to. Well, got, then why got, are they spending, why not get plants that don't there's die? There's two kinds of plants, Michael. Okay. You got your mm-hmm. annuals and you got your perennials. Now, the, your annuals are going to, they're going to come and go. Uh, your perennials, they'll, they'll, you know, they die in the winter and then they come back. You know, that's, right. uh, that's how they, that's how that, that stuff works. But it seems to me, wouldn't it be more cost effective? Just why don't you get a bunch of plants that aren't going to die? And then rather than spending all that money to put in new plants every year, why don't you just go and replace the ones that didn't make it? Well, because you want to you want to create a certain aesthetic with okay. your landscaping mm-hmm. out there. And uh, so there's, you know, you got your hostas uh, over here. Oh. And then you're, you're going to want to put your, uh, you know, like early spring, you maybe want to put some junkles out there. Some junkles? Junkles. What are those? Junkles, the little yellow guys. Never even heard of them. Oh, yeah, junkles. Tulips, you have to have planted them a long time ago yeah, for those right. to grow, right? Yeah. And then, of course, my least favorite aspect of the landscaping is the leaves. Is the mulch. Uh, you know, this mulch, it smells seems, like poop. Yeah, manure. That's what it smells like. Right, that's because that's what it's in it. Oh, well, that's, wood that explains with, that. The, it's wood it? with like horse stuff. Well, that's exactly what it smells like. Yeah, like the, here you are acting like you're some landscape expert, and then you're telling <laughs> me, "Well, years, the mulch smells like poop," and I don't know why. All these years, I've been thinking if I could if I could invent a good smelling mulch, uh-huh. uh huh, the world would be, be the pathway to my door. Like like a like, have you ever been in a cedar closet the yes. way they smell? Wouldn't that be great if it was just all cedar chips you threw? Yes, out? and it didn't have the poop in it. And, yeah. Uh, but I guess you have to have the poop in it because that's what... Uh... But it just occurred to me when I was looking at this budget. And by the way, I pay my monthly, so what do I care? Can you get poopless mulch, PJ? Let's look that up. I, I, I wonder if that's out but, there. But, you know, thirty eight grand to do landscaping every year. And I, I'm sitting there thinking, I could make this cheaper. Yeah. I, I, I could do it for ten grand. All right. And I would put in some bushes that, guess what? They'd make it through the winter. They'd come back. The and... magnificent lilacs. I yeah, would, I would strongly encourage you to look at the lilac bush. Lilac. Yeah. Does it? Is it come back every it, year? Yes, it does. And it flowers and it, too. And correct. It gets big and big. And now you do have to. You do have to trim. Your... Well, I do wonder if that's what a part of the fee for the landscaping is. Is for those guys that come and trim it. Of course it is. You got to mm-hmm. prune the the. You know, because if you just let the thing grow willy nilly, then you're going to have problems. And if you got the good manure out there, you you know your stuff's going to grow. Yeah, uh, they recommend uh, types of wood chips if you don't like the manurey smell. I'm not oh. finding a, a brand of mulch without uh, manure though, so you got you to go for the wood chips. Oh. How about the research department here? Well, uh, there's it's, nobody better than incredible. Matt Pajeski. Well, he's the he's just the best. You know, this... although I think he was wrong on the 
element uh, table. No, 119, oh, no. Well, right? I 118. Yeah, but they kept when I was in school they added a couple new ones. I'm sure they've added They some, don't add new elements. They do. They find elements all the time. Oh, this is like you there. saying people outside of Missouri and Illinois don't listen to Camel No, no, they're finding new elements all the time. There's all kinds of stuff but, out there. Well, Find out when the last new element was discovered. <laughs> I bet they haven't discovered a new element since the 1700s, 1800s. Oh, Michael, they've been finding elements all the time. Those are mad me. Got, Those aren't elements. The, you got the xenon out there. You got your, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hibernians. Uh, you don't know. Hibernians are Irish. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. me, buddy. We just celebrated. <laughs> well, that's matter where I with heard you. that. Uh, I, I would bet. I would bet that the the is it called the periodic table. And, uh, it's the yeah. elements. The periodic yeah, table is the element. <laughs> Listen to you. He just acts like he knows everything. <laughs> I would bet I that the chemistry. periodic table has been set since 1850. Uh, I think you're incorrect because they're finding new elements, aren't they? They don't Pete? find new elements. What do we have? Four elements were added in 2016. Thank you. Huh. Thank you. Thank you. What were they? they you know, it was gas. Oh boy! I mean, I can't, I'm not even gonna. Oh yeah. come on, come on! Give it, give it the old college. Neonium. Oh, neonium. Oh, yeah. Moscovium. Moscovium. Uh, I wonder where they found that. Tennessine. Oh yeah, uh, Tennessine. Mm-hmm. And Oganesson. Oh, Oganesson. I would. Yeah, that'd be that. a heck of a line for a hockey team, right? Yeah. There. Did you have? Uh, did we have to learn the elements in the periodic table when we were in school? I don't remember. Uh, well, yes. I mean, we learned about the periodic. There table. I was, my senior year, my last semester of college, uh-huh. undergrad. And I was talking to my advisor there and putting my little thing. I figured, you know, by this point, you're just taking all electives. Right. No. Just trying to get through it. Yes. Yeah. She says to me, she says, John, you've you got to take a science course. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I, I said, I, I, first of all, I'm not cutting anything up. Yeah. And you're Cats, not dissecting a frog or a pig. I can't do it. I can't take it. I can't stand it. It smells bad, too. All the rocks I could take. Right. I knew about the Mozart kite and the Mose hardness table. I know all about the geology because I uh, take You were avoiding having to dissect things. The only thing I could stomach and take at the same time was chemistry. Uh huh. And the only good thing about chemistry is that uh, a 62 on the test is usually a B. Mm. Because of the way they grade that stuff, because it's nobody knows it, right? And it's uh, it's very hard. But I did make it, and I learned a lot of those elements, including the new ones that they are adding all the time. Which I'm surprised they're not up to 133 right now. No, you want to know? They're at 118. Uh, tell me this: What was the most ridiculous elective class you took in college? Did you do like golf or bowling or something like that? No, 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 no. Um, I took. Presidential history is an old That's not, yeah, good for you. I didn't do any of those waste-away classes. Now, I, I was at home for school after the first year. I had a good time, and then I came back. <laughs> yeah, I can relate. Um, but uh, I, I didn't do any of that stuff. You know, you, I talked to my nieces and nephews. Oh, yeah, one of my classes this year is bowling. And it's like, really? Your parents are paying for you to go bowling? I'll tell you, I took a class my freshman year. I was a music major there for a cup of coffee. And I took a course on orchestrating. Uh, that's where you write for the orchestra. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I kind of enjoyed it, Yeah, you know, and because I just play the piano, I never had to think about orchestrating, but there's all these rules that you can't, you can't have, uh, what do they call parallel thirds, uh, going in two different instruments playing the same, you hmm. know, and, um, so all, all these rules you had to learn. And so, and I never orchestrated anything until... My daughter got married, and I wrote that piece, and yeah, I orchestrated it's beautiful. it. But did, did you uh, – I thought you just played it, and then you went and found people to do some of the other stuff. But, no, you 
you came up with, here's what the violinist should yes. play, here's what the... Yes. Wow, that's impressive. It was very cool. Was that very is very cool. cool. And you, you just plot the little notes on the... I use a software called Muse Score, M-U-S-E Score. Uh-huh. And uh, it's really fairly easy to use, and you just put the notes on there, and then it'll play it for you. Well, I mean, so and, uh, could I just go and on this computer program and just put notes and then have it play for me and yeah, see what happens? Yeah, yeah. So anybody can write music these days, <laughs> well, huh? Yeah, but you wouldn't want to do that. Why? Yeah, because it probably would not be pleasant to the ear. How do you know? Well, it might. Have I you mean, ever heard Yoko Ono? We yeah. just heard from Ringo Starr. Yoko Ono may have orchestrated some stuff. You know, she's she's really made a comeback, though. I mean, in terms of popularity, people really like Yoko. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why do they like her? I don't know. Uh, because she can't sing a lick, right? And well, she got you know she got beat up for being the reason that the Beatles were oh, busted yeah. up. And and Paul McCartney says it's just not the case. John yeah. was just on a different trajectory, and they all it was just time. Well, now they, they that he's together. obviously eighty years old, looking back at it now and right. saying that he probably didn't feel that way back in the day. Well, I'm sure that's probably right. And they were their actual career together was relatively short. What seven five, eight years? Five or six. Yeah. Uh, and the amount of music they put out in that time okay. is pretty remarkable. Listen, when we come back, it's. Uh, do we even need to preview what we're going to have? This is Ina Klein. It's Sean Michael Lyle. will be in studio. Sean Michael Lyle. It's the favorite part of the Monday for me. Yeah. And you never know what he's going to talk about until he starts talking about it. And then yeah. there will be. Hooray. All that coming your way on The Voice of St. Louis. Listen to a little Mozart as we go to the news here on Camel X.